Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. What's happening, friends? Welcome to another edition of After 9 and another thank you to Ryan for joining us on Friday's podcast. I can't believe how many downloads that episode got. Uh, If you missed it, Ryan had some great info about COVID and based on his number crunching, where the infections are coming from and where we go next. Oh, and how long it'll be that we're wearing masks. That, uh, he said maybe by September, we could start to mask off a little bit. Okay. Have you masked off at all yet? Masked off. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to think of what those days are going to be like. Um... When we do mask off, let's let's call it that. Let's call it the great mask off. Let's say mm-hmm. that that ha- starts to happen and slowly gets implemented. Okay, guys, you know what? You don't have to wear a mask indoor. It's an option now, right? What do we, like, I mean, what a par- piece of history that some of us will be just kind of getting rid of. Some of us will keep that habit, though. And I wonder how many people will. I, I think that, honestly, Scott, around cold and flu season, why not keep my mask? Why not try to make sure that we all stay as healthy as possible, even if we're just talking cold and flu or anything else that might happen? I I see a lot of people actually wearing masks beyond that. A sad moment actually in time happened to me when I put a couple of masks away. They don't fit my girls anymore into their baby boxes because they've got like a baby box each. I thought, what a sad world we live in. I'm putting a mask in because of this pandemic into the baby box of memories. Like definitely weird. Definitely weird. But okay. I, I think, I don't know. Do you think you'll keep the habit, though, after the fact? Uh, in certain circumstances, I don't see myself riding the TTC ever again without a mask on or yeah, the GO train. Right? Yeah, certain things I think that I'll mask up for. And like I said, especially cold and flu season. But just generally speaking, if I'm at a place that's extremely packed from here on out, I think that I, I at least I'll feel more comfortable. And I'll be honest, I think I would have been less likely to wear it before just based off other people thinking I'm weird or something, because that seems to be the case, doesn't it? Whenever oh, yeah. you stop anyone in a mask previous to this pandemic, you thought, what a weirdo. And calm down. Even though you knew nothing about them, you knew nothing about where they come from, if, they're, if they are, uh, I mean, now we are very aware of how many people have, are vulnerable Right to to and susceptible to these kinds of things that that will die if they catch it basically. So yeah, I, a I'm going to be a lot more uh, l- less judgmental toward others and probably more likely to wear one. Uh, yesterday, it was last night actually. I was watching a couple of different things that stood out. If you get an opportunity to watch 60 minutes from last night, you totally should because they went behind the scenes and interviewed the people who came up with the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine. Mm. And it's kind of neat how those two companies ended up working together to create this vaccine. But I feel like it might answer some questions for people that are skeptical. People that think, yeah, I probably should get the vaccine, but ah, it was too soon. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. I want to see how other people do with it first. That sort of thing. It was really, really good. And you got to meet people in different countries that all worked on this vaccine. That was good. And then after that, 
and I don't give CNN credit for anything. CNN used to be the channel I watched more than anything, and now I think they should change their name to the Bullshit News Network because that's all they do is spew bullshit. It is such a slanted, evil little piece of network television that calls itself news. It frustrates the shit out of me. FCNN. But they did do something that was interesting last night. It was a documentary at 9 o'clock, and they went back and talked about the pandemic of World War One. What what, what what did they call that? The Great Flu? The, what I was the last pandemic? I don't know what, what it was. There's a name the- for it. It was basically the plague, though. I mean, it was nuts. And they documented all the different things that happened in that. And it's pretty amazing how little pandemics have changed. The uh, that flu that killed people in some cases in 24 hours, basically they would contract that and their lungs would fill with their own bodily fluids. And you could be you could have gone to work perfectly fine in the morning and be dead by that night. That's how much that particular flu virus attacked people. But part of the problem is that pandemic happened before they had even basic antibiotics. I mean, things that could have helped that they didn't have at the time. So it's no surprise. But they showed how it spread. People leaving America to go over to the UK and to France to fight in the war. Then they came back and then they scattered across the country. And that was how it spread there. Very similar to how COVID-19 spread. The difference there was, A, they did not know what they were dealing with. B, they did not have regular treatments like antibiotics and such. Mm -hmm. And C, um, there was anti-mask protests. Back then, was it 1918, I think it was, there were people protesting in the streets about wearing masks. The reason that San Francisco and Philadelphia had such big problems is because... They reopened too soon. And it's really neat now with hindsight over 100 years to look back and see, huh, a lot of the shit that happened in that first pandemic we're dealing with again. Yeah. This time around. And and it's and it's obviously extremely different this time around for a couple of different reasons and not just the virus itself. But let's just talk about the world that we live in. It's people getting the information quick, maybe too quick, getting the wrong information and right at their fingertips. And so it's making this whole thing just blow up a lot a lot more like could you imagine then you didn't get your news the same way you figured it out from someone on the street and then you slowly trickled out by the time people even probably did want to raise a fuss about it it wasn't that bad whereas now you could you could create a protest and and whip that up in no time and be out this afternoon you know it's it's a different world we live in which will affect and does affect these viruses i think newspapers were the be all and end all back then you used to come home from work and you'd flip the newspaper open and read it while you were having your dinner and and you could discuss the events of the day well that was how they got their information back then that and word of mouth like you said cat and the similarities are really remarkable the fact that even back then they were having protests claiming it was against their liberties to force people to wear masks, uh, the masks that they were making versus um, uh, the ones that people had already. I mean, it's crazy how similar these things are. It's like we haven't learned anything in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, if you can find that, not that I encourage anyone to watch CNN, but that in particular was a pretty well done documentary. Okay. I think it was Anderson Cooper that hosted it, and he did a good job. It, it was great. Now, oh, we should tell you, by the way, coming up this week on After 9. We have some guests, so we can't tell you who yet. You'll have to be surprised, but I believe the first one is coming on tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, fam- I don't know. How much do you want to say? I mean, I'm okay saying whatever you want, but uh, familiar. A familiar mm, a voice. familiar voice. Yeah. Bro, it's going to be awesome. Bro, 
Can't wait to tell hey. you guys some things. Why are you always picking on me? Come on, Scott. Leave me alone. I think people will figure it out. <laughs> I think they will figure it out. It's highly likely they will figure it out based on that. Yeah. I'm going to Montreal this weekend. Gonna go and see my girl. No, Cat, we're not engaged yet. Stop. Family's making a turkey, and I figure if somebody's got a turkey in the oven, I'm going. <laughs> I uh, can't wait for that. That'll be good. Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> That'll be tomorrow. Uh, today at one o'clock. Uh, oh, and at the end of this missed connect or at the end of this podcast, we're going to air the last missed connections of 2020 yeah. from this morning on our FM radio show. So we're going into lockdown here. Everybody knows it. They've leaked the news out. Mm-hmm. Was it smart to leak it out or should they have just yes. hit everybody over the head with it at one o'clock? No, I today? get it. I get it. I get it. It's strategic. The leaking is strategic. Uh, because they need someone to, to, you know, you need to take a light hit before you take that big blow. You know what I mean? I think for all of us, just to know that it's coming, it's not going to be such a harsh reality once 1 p.m. strikes uh, our time, Eastern, and they, they give us the information. Because some people are still in denial a little bit, but now that these reputable sources and every single news outlet in this country is saying that, yes, Ontario is going to go into lockdown. In fact, it started coming down the pipe what friday yeah really yeah they've been building up to it for ages for, now though. that's exactly it and I, I, I whether they planned it or not again i will argue that because i truly think that in the moment they realized ah fuck it's the it's the systems the hospital systems they're not doing well they started canceling elective surgeries uh, actually on friday um at some hospitals that i know of uh, and then they announced it over the weekend but you knew that it's coming. Like, at least if you have that, it kind of cushions the blow a bit of the announcement. So I personally think that, yes, indeed, they they did. They leaked it themselves or somehow got away, found a way to leak it because they didn't want to have to be shocking everybody. And, and they wanted it kind of slowly to sink in because they didn't want to do it before the weekend. Why would you do that? Because then you're just going to make pack everything, right? And everything's already going to be packed. You're going to do it over this time period where hopefully most people have already done their shopping, it's going to be grocery stores. You're going to see those significant lines as soon as this announcement is made. People are going to freak out and buy all their Christmas food and everything else. So Get some fucking toilet paper. Everyone, everyone, holy shit, do we have enough booze? And I mean, I am not going to lie to you. I did that run. I spent an extra probably $250 more than I would have just because I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to have to go to the LCBO over the holidays at all. I want to be prepared, ready, Good. Grocery store, same thing. Get too much food. As long as it doesn't go bad, I'm good. So I did that. Atta girl. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, you should probably get your stuff. You don't want to have to go out. But, I mean, think down the line here, everybody. Think down the line just a little bit. They're doing this lockdown when they are for a couple of different reasons. They couldn't do it now because come hell nor high water, people were going to try and Christmas shop or go out or whatever. They would much rather... When everything closes down on Christmas Eve and we're going into that chill couple of days anyway, ease people back into the lockdown. The only way it works is if people participate and the the best shot they've got at making people participate is to lock it down when they're off anyway. And there's a lot of people that are off in that week between Christmas and New Year's. It's just the way it is. People tend to use up a lot of vacation time during that period. So it makes sense. I'm looking ahead, though, to January 4th when kids would normally go back to school. Mm -hmm. It's not happening. They're not going back to school January 4th. In fact, everything we know so far about what's going to get announced today is that schools, actually, I don't even know if they're going to talk about schools today, but Northern Ontario will likely be in a lockdown for two weeks, meaning they will get back to normal starting Monday, January the 11th. 28 days for Southern Ontario. 
meaning it's going to be roughly the end of January before the rest of the city gets back to work. And there's a couple different ways this could play out. If the COVID numbers are exploding and the hospitals are freaking out, which is what they're doing this lockdown for in the first place. um, Yeah, I think people will buy in. But if the numbers don't spike like they're kind of anticipating they will, they're going to have a lot of pressure on to take that lockdown off early. Yeah. Remember when the uh, first lockdown ended, there was all the frustration. Ah, This business is open already and these ones aren't. People were just flipping out. I want this open. I don't want that open. This should be open. That shouldn't be open. I know. It's so hard to predict what will happen. Like there's the obvious things that we know are going to happen with this lockdown, but there's a lot of little things. So I understand that there's a little bit of confusion based off the first time because maybe they're going to make changes. Modif, we're hearing a lot about modification. So what does that mean? Where are you modifying? So I Toronto, Peel, York. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, of course. And, and most people will agree something needs to be probably done there. I mean, it sucks, but it does because whatever's happening isn't really working too well. So but what about the other areas, right? What, what kind of modifications will be made there? Will it be as is gray zone implemented or are we going to take make some changes to that, too? So, well, yeah, I live in Halton. And we're the last part of the GTA that is not locked down. Halton's in the red, but it's not in the gray. And they're not even touching 100 cases yet. So, uh, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of trapped here, Cat. Like, there's Hamilton. And, oh, there's Toronto. And there's Peel. They're all coming for our restaurants. And we can only have 10 people inside right now anyway. Fuck. I am glad, though, for our local businesses here in Halton that they're doing well. But... Uh, there's going to be a lot of people up Shits Creek. Yeah, I hope that uh, those businesses can hang on because to miss out on the last minute Christmas Eve shopping. And we know the stats that come in from Interac and Visa every single year. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve is one of the busiest shopping days of the year. They're going to miss out on Christmas Eve and Boxing Day. Boxing Day is going to be 100 percent online only this year. I'd like to think that retailers prepared for that, but I don't know if they all did. I think think there was a lot of people planning on opening up the doors and selling what they could. You know, I I sure hope that they did, too, because you you should be prepared. You shouldn't be naive to, hey, we might not be physically open. You need to be prepared. The good businesses, the ones who are prepared, will do okay. That said, I mean, I don't know how busy it will be Boxing Day. I suppose people will still want to buy things for themselves, but... I don't think it's going to be as successful just because of that. Mm, I don't know. I don't really think there's anything I'm in the market for, but we'll see how lockdown goes. I could very easily see uh, them redoing Boxing Day in end of January, beginning of February. It's it's Boxing Three Month Sale is on now. Your favorite thing in the world. Boxing (laughs) Month Half Year Sale is on, guys. Fucking come buy shit, please. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We do have missed connections coming up uh, very soon. It'll be at the end of this podcast. If that's why you download the Monday edition, you can go ahead and fast forward. Uh, Ariana Grande got engaged. Yeah, 
Yeah, she did. Congrats to her. They, I'm trying to figure out exactly how long she's been with. Uh, Dalton Gomez is his name. If you're wondering, like, okay, I don't care who she's dating. What's going on? Uh, Dalton Gomez, he's a real estate guy. He is from L.A. Apparently, they got hooked up by mutual friends. Seems to be a very successful guy. Real estate in L.A. It's a luxury real estate company. And she showed off the ring, which people wait for and they want, right? So she knew that. She posted a picture, a couple of pictures, a couple of them together, her with the ring from farther away, and then a close-up of the ring. And yeah, different. I mean, the ring the ring is different. It's not what I was expecting at all. I figured she would go with, like, a giant rock, but more of a traditional one. This is sort of offset on an angle. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? Uh, well, it wouldn't be for me personally. It's not to my taste personally, but it's not for me, so I don't really care. I, I do appreciate, like, a unique, different ring. You know, we all know they're rich, okay? So they're both rich. Um, they both have a lot of money. They're able to do whatever they want on a ring. He's able to do whatever she wants. And I'm sure that she alluded to wanting this because it is so particular. You'd have to really take a gamble that the person really likes that because it is so different. It's a pearl beside a, a rock. It's not actually just a rock by itself. And then the the rock is on an angle. It's an oval shaped uh, on an angle. It's again, it's it's different. And I do actually appreciate that. I like to look at a ring and be like, wow, that clearly belongs to Ariana Grande. Nobody else really has that ring. So that's kind of neat. So this guy... You said he's a realtor. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, he's a luxury real estate agent uh, in L.A. He does very well for himself. Yeah, I'll bet he does. And obviously, he's got a lot of money to be able to afford that ring that Ariana wanted. So good on him. But for all intents and purposes, he's just a regular guy with a regular job. I mean, there's realtors here Mm -hmm. that have got a lot of money and they're good looking. Mm -hmm. They're not banging Ariana Grande. How the fuck did this guy get her? Again, I think that they met through mutual friends, and that's how they got connected, and that's all it really takes is, you know, a chance, I suppose. Well, I mean, it's a little bit of hope. I mean, if you're just a regular guy living your life in southern Ontario, but you've got the hots for, I don't know, let's say Dua Lipa, well, this is kind of hope that you've got a shot. Sometimes stars go for regular people. It's not always celebs hooking up with celebs. Sometimes just regular Joe Blow gets lucky. And this fucking guy hit the jackpot. Do you do you think that they'll go through with it? And here's let me just give you a little bit of info before you make your mind up. These two have been dating since about February. They have been dating less than a year. Got engaged. Some people think that's too soon, which is why I'm asking. And to each their own. They're both young, too. I'm trying to figure out what his age is. He's young as well. She's young. We know that. Do you see this actually happening? No, she's like a serial engager. I think she likes being engaged more than she likes being straight up single. I don't know that she actually wants to get married. And that's totally fine, too. Some people like the engagement phase and aren't necessarily in a rush to get married. And then inevitably they'll call it off before it hits the shits anyway. Mm. Um, But this is at least her second engagement, maybe even her third. I'm trying to remember if her and Mac Miller were committed in that way. I do remember her wearing a ring back then, but maybe it was a promise ring. Yeah, I don't know if they were actually engaged. And she was really young when they were dating, too. That said, I I don't know. Who knows? Some people surprise me. I mean, she's 27 now. She got engaged to Pete Davidson a couple years back. He's 25, by the way, a little bit younger than her. Really? Uh, Yeah. And he's younger, regular guy, not a celebrity. Just I'll say on the high side of average, good looking. Somehow bagged Ariana Grande. Good for you, dude. Good for you. You've given hope to regular guys that have got a celebrity crush. 
Yeah, he, all they got to do I mean, is get into real estate. People. I mean, he knows people. He knows people, though. He does. And so sometimes, you know, just just knowing people and having that personal. And also, she wanted to have a relationship that was more low key. And she did say that after the split with Pete Davidson. She's like, next time, I'm keeping low key. And that's why you probably never heard of this guy because she. Well, I think COVID helped too, right? Sure. Um, they were. It was easy to hide. Yeah, they were on lockdown together, basically, and and maybe that made them closer. So I I do personally, I wish them well. I don't think they'll ever hear this message, but I wish the two of them well. Hopefully this is it for Ariana because I be- I don't know. Maybe maybe she really truly does want to get married and maybe she wants to take that next step and eventually have kids and all the other things that people tend to do. So um, congrats to them. That's great. How did that Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, Miley Cyrus, wh- what was the thing that you had in What's Trending this morning? How did that even come about? Okay, so TikTok. TikTok starts oh. everything, doesn't it? I don't know. Uh, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, I always wonder this about couples who can sing and sing together and these two just kind of like do they do it all the time is what i wonder like do they just randomly start singing to each other and they both have good voices and then they i don't know so anyway it seems the case for sean mendez and camila cabello they were both listening to the climb miley cyrus fabulous song fabulous song and they decided to put it on tiktok them singing the song oh listen to it if you're curious there's always gonna be another mountain i'm always gonna want to make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose Ain't about how fast I get there So Miley Cyrus loves to just stir shit up here and she commented on the TikTok because you're able to comment in there for those that don't have it, they don't know. Let's have a three-way is what it says. Oh dear. Later, she commented again, clarifying, I meant a three-part harmony, not a menage a trois. Come on, get your Fuck head out off. of the gutter, you did not. Oh, of course she did. Of course not. Like, she said some shit, too. I don't know if you saw this. She just likes to, like, I don't know. She just likes to talk. This is how she goes. But somebody asked about the music video she did with Dua Lipa for Prisoner, which is just, like, her and Dua Lipa pretending to be vampires and sucking blood off each other's bodies and shit, just for attention. And they asked, oh... So, did you actually hook up with Dua Lipa? <laughs> and she said, no, but if the opportunity presented itself, I would. Well, Dua Lipa is with her boy, uh, boyfriend for a long time. It's a serious relationship. Whatever. Who cares? But she loves to just stir shit up. She knew that someone would take what she said and make it a thing. And I think she likes that kind of thing. So, here we are. Another thing happened that she said that's being brought up. Well, I mean, you know, you got to aim high. You set a high bar for yourself. If you're trying to have a threesome, you could do a lot worse than Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Why yeah, not you, put it out there? Shooting her What's shot? The- yeah, not about that. Sure. She could shoot her shot. Yeah. And that's the thing. Hey, yeah. if you want it, go ahead, take a shot. Hey, you know, I'll put it out there too. Sean, Camila, if you're interested, let me know. I mean, why not? Really? What's the worst that wait, can wait, wait. happen? Where would Sean be in this scenario? Like, explain to me the exact logistics. Uh, I don't know, like going to get us some food or something <laughs> like that. Not in the bedroom. He's the water boy and the water boy only. <laughs> Listen here, kid. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a job for you and it is not in this room. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Stand outside the door, you bitch. <laughs> and you listen. Actually, it almost feels weird saying that because fuck, I've met Sean like four times. He's such a great guy. I don't want to cut in on his girl, but I kind of want to cut in on his girl. <laughs> And as for Dua Lipa, like Miley, get in line. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, 
uh, one of the great things about Dua Lipa is she is a pop star, yes, and she does all those great poppy songs with the dancey beats and the ba 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 ba. But she's also a really talented singer, and she yeah. proved it on the weekend on SNL. Wasn't she fucking great? She was great. You know what? On SNL, and she was also on with Jimmy Fallon before she did SNL, too. And they did a couple of songs, and she was able to show off her vocal range. I think a lot of people dismiss a lot of pop stars. Yeah. You know, like well, they just, don't think them as great singers. Exactly. And it's nice when they can they can kind of step outside of, of that and do and do something. Like, I remember when Lady Gaga, the first time Lady Gaga actually really let her vocal cords rip. And people were like, whoa girl can sing like yeah. yeah i think that they just assume that it's just like bubble bubble pop machine you look good great you uh, can dance you're pretty fine here's a microphone lip sync whatever but that is definitely not the case with a lot of these stars and i'm glad to, i'm glad to see that and hear that I, I love when people actually have talent behind it because there have been some in the past where you could crack them a, a mic live and they would just shit the bed britney Britney, Everybody yeah, knows but, Britney, Britney is not a good singer. No, Britney's not known for her vocal range. She's known for a lot of things, but that is not one of them. But she can create a hell of a fucking pop record, and she continues to to have people listen to her music. And I don't know when she'll make any new stuff, but people will still listen to the old stuff. I'll tell you, if you want to hear how good Dua Lipa's voice is, and I actually liked her before she broke as a pop star that was getting played on every fucking top 40 radio station in the world. Um, listen to the duet she did called If Only with Andrea Bocelli. Mm. When you're done listening to this podcast, throw that into your Spotify. It's called If Only with Andrea Bocelli. Dua Lipa is just incredible. Fantastic voice. This weekend, I decided to be stupid, and I went to see the Christmas lights. I'll do a mention for something that's in our listening area where our FM radio show is in Kitchener. This year, there was some drive through Christmas display in Vaughn, and it seems like everybody I follow on Instagram was going through this, this light tunnel and snapping pictures and, oh, fuck, cool, look at this, it's great. And while it did look very nice, there's also one at a place called Bingaman's in Kitchener. Bingaman's has been doing this gift of lights thing for quite a while. I went last year. It was great. So I decided to go back and it was fantastic. They outdid themselves again. Beautiful display. It's like a two kilometer drive through there. It's awesome. But aren't I the stupidest fucking person? I went on the Saturday before Christmas. It took me twice as long to get in as it did to actually go through oh, the thing. Oh, no. And once you're actually in that lineup of cars, which weaves in and out through the campsite, uh -huh. you can't get out of it again. There's nowhere to go. You're fucking trapped. Yeah. You're in there. You're in there and you're stuck in there. I did similar with the dinosaur. When they did the dinosaur drive through, they did that in the fall. Very cool. Very cool. But same thing. I kind of went on a busy time and I went, what the hell am I doing? But it was still cool nonetheless.
It's called Bingman's. If you want to look it up, it's called The Gift of Lights, and it, it is on until January 3rd. Those are the kind of Christmas things that we kind of have to get used to this year, right? Because, well, Christmas yeah. Eve is certainly going to be fucking different this year. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's, <laughs> there's change-ups everywhere you go. A lot of drive through events. I don't know if you've seen a lot of, like, drive through and say hi to Santa kind of things. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of virtual Santa, Facebook Live Santas. I've seen a lot of that. Drone shows. Another popular one, actually, Bingman's. I'm not going to lie, though. Bingman's puts on a freaking incredible drone show it's they hire a company that does it drone shows are the new thing and i'm loving it by the way because i freaking hate fireworks so i am all for the drone shows bring it on every occasion let's get a drone show because what they can do is incredible incredible okay but if they do that drive-through santa thing how how the fuck are you supposed to sit on his knee and tell him you've been naughty thank god you don't Thank God you don't. Don't go near. Don't, don't, don't. It always creeps me. Santa's fucking creepy, man. Like, the whole thing's creepy, right? If you break it down, it's very creepy. creepy. Come sit on this old man's knee and tell him if you've been naughty or not. Come here, kid. Come tell me if you've been naughty. And you're a child, by the way. So that makes it even more creepy. Let me tell you how I'm going to come into your house while you're sleeping. Let me tell you how I'm going to fill up that sack. Oh, Give you whatever you want. Yeah, you've been good or bad. It's just the whole fucking thing's creepy um, when you look at it that way. But, of course, thank goodness kids don't look at it from our nasty angles that we do. Well, it's true, though. There's a lot of overtones to that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And while I'm sure 100 years ago it was meant to be perfectly innocent, we've taken the word naughty and given it a very different meaning over the years. And you know what? And and worked with it in commercials. I mean, I I do voiceovers for commercials. I think Scott and I have told you guys that before. That's kind of what we do on the side. It's one of our side hustles. And I've done so many of those Oh, have you been naughty? Santa wants to come spank you. Come to the sexy store. And, you know, I won't name the actual store, but we all know them. And they play with it even more. And I think, no, who's going to take the image of Santa and be like, oh, fucking spank me, Santa. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't. You and I get requested for such different commercials. You're doing sex shops and fucking bend me over Santa's knee shit. <laughs> All I keep doing is like, it's fucking clear out time on 2020s. Fucking this Hyundai dealership and that Toyota dealership. Yeah, you car dealerships. That's it's good. all fucking car thing. dealers. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, just quickly here. We'll set the tone. It is now officially winter, guys. The solstice took place at 5.02 this morning. We are down to the final few days before Christmas. And I think that this is neat, but also a little creepy at the same time. In a year where there is so much negativity and so many people that are scared, and maybe they do, maybe they don't want to admit it. In a year where there's just fighting and it's just been a fucking mess. Number one, it's a very good chance we're going to get a white Christmas. There is a storm coming our way that's going to hit on Thursday. Now, whether or not it's a lot of rain or a lot of snow all depends on the temperature. I think most people know that. We go below zero, it's snow. If it stays above zero, it's going to rain. If the cold front comes in first, we're going to get a hell of a lot of snow on Christmas Eve and Mm -hmm. Christmas Day. Like a good shovelable amount, which is awesome. But then you add into that, we're going to be under the Christmas star. For those who don't know, it's conjuncture. It's when Jupiter and Saturn are basically in alignment in the sky or very, very close. And it looks like here on Earth, you're looking at one giant planet or two planets in the sky. Now, some will tell you that that is the star that the wise men followed to see the baby Jesus back in the day. Yes, I just referred to biblical times as back in the day. 
Don't shoot. Don't shoot. <laughs> Back but in the day. This doesn't happen very often. It's been almost 800 years. And while it will kind of happen again in 2080, still, that's uh, 60 years from now, it won't happen after that for 380 years in the year 2400. So this is a good night to go out and look at the sky. What you'll see just beyond the moon is Jupiter and Saturn in conjunction. It's going to stay that way until Christmas Day, and then it goes away. Wow. The white Christmas that everybody wants, the Christmas star up in the sky, it's almost a little creepy, almost a little eerie. If you think about it, like, huh, why are all these things happening now at once right. in what's been the worst fucking year that most people can remember? Yeah, that is strange. That is that is strange. And like so so many I feel like so many cool things have happened this year in a weird year. Like whereas if it was any other year, if we were able to celebrate things or do things or see things normally, it would be so cool. But because it's 2020, it's like, fuck, why did this have to be 2020? Like, I mean, even think about the year 2020. That's a cool year, man. Anyone can admit that's a cool year. Sure. It's called 2020. I mean. That's amazing. And and yet it's fucked. It's not like it's forget about it. Forget it happened. Let's move on to 2021. It's an uneven number. It's fucking weird. But can I also just say something just while we're on this topic of the year? I'm seeing this a lot and I'm hearing it a lot. And it's that that bye bye to fuck you 2020 shit. Like, and I know we touched on it a bit on the podcast. I believe it was last uh, last time Dave was on, on on Wednesday or whenever that was. But Let's keep in mind, guys, we still have a ways to go. 2021 won't be a cakewalk. Like, maybe we will start to see some some good things and finally be able to do things that we remember in 2021, but it's not going to be fun. And I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer about it, but I'm just really, I, it's kind of annoying seeing all of this online rhetoric of 2020, fuck you, haha, <laughs> 2021 is almost here, guys. 2021 is not going to be fun. It won't. It won't be the best year of your life, I guarantee you. We're going to see a shit ton of jobs ending we're going to see a shit ton of businesses clothing the closing sorry the aftermath of this is going to last a long time it will not just come to a close because it's january 1st we know i think most people know this but it's amazing how many people will even crack jokes about it like it's not the truth 2021 is not going to be fun not the first half of it. Not the first half. I mean, let's try to look forward to the second half. Absolutely. And maybe we'll learn a lot. But like I said, it's, it's the aftermath of what's happening now. It's not over. Like we're, we're not seeing the end of it. A lot of businesses are going to close up. It's fucking, it's a shame. It sucks. Eventually they'll build back though. And let's hope for a 2022 that's just fucking stellar. But I'm not really having my hopes up for 2021. I know that sounds depressing and I don't mean to bring it down. But I'm not actually thinking that 2021 is going to be fabulous. Okay, and on that happy note, we say thank no, you very much. No, I don't for- <laughs> mean to do that, but you know what I mean. You see no, it, it's it's setting realistic expectations. That's all, and I you get know. the jokes. Ha ha, twenty twenty. Fuck you. I get it. It's funny, kinda, but also realistically, twenty twenty one. You're gonna want to give the finger to too. We are going to bounce now. Uh, just before we get to this replay of missed connections, don't forget tomorrow we have a special guest. Oh, oh, guy. <laughs> oh, guy. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to Montreal to see my girl. Can you save me some turkey at your place and maybe some cookies, too? So, like, am, I allowed, am I allowed to go see her? Or, uh, I already did. Let me give you a pro tip. The gravy, you know, you can put it on the turkey, but you can just drink it right out of the boat and you still get all the flavor. It's good. I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. These are people...
who had an encounter with that person but didn't exchange contact information or maybe they had a second thought and decided, I want to hook up with that person. So they tried to find them by posting the story online. Here we go. It doesn't always go quite that way. Every now and again, you get one of these. This is called You Hit My Car, Woman for Question Mark. Dear douchebag. (laughs) I love missed connections that start off like that. I wish I knew who you were. Not because I have romantic, tingly feelings, but because I'd like to punch your balls or whatever you're packing. Weird thing to aim for. You hit my car and took off. Hey, thanks for not leaving a note. I do believe I did see the tail end of your crap Jetta scooting out of the parking lot. I love being able to use the already overpriced insurance that I can just barely afford. And now my premium will increase. Thanks for that, loser. (laughs) Not like I didn't already lose my job earlier this year and have already been barely getting by the last few months. It's totally fine. Maybe you were drunk. Maybe you had an emergency to get to and it was for good reason. But likely, you're just a prick. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for being the cherry on top of a crap cake that is 2020. Yeah. I mean, when we've been through everything we've been through, and then just to end it off, somebody dings your car and takes off. Yeah, that's the worst. That's brutal. Don't even stick around. Don't take any responsibility. Just leave. Ugh, people are the worst. That is a different kind of missed connection. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Maybe we should start a whole new section of Craigslist that's all about trying to track down the person who dinged your car at Walmart. Yeah, just, hey, 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 you're a jerk. He's a jerk who dinged my car section. I like it. <laughs> missed jerk connections. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, oh, I hit a car at Walmart. Maybe that's me they're oh, looking hey. for. I'm the loser. I'm the one. <laughs> I have the crab Jetta. That's me. <laughs> That's fantastic. This next one is called Drunk Customer Service. I think I love you. Man for woman. I was so pissed off. Due to COVID, I had to change plans and had an airline ticket I wouldn't be using. It was non-refundable. But you were the amazing, hammered girl working customer service on your last day at United Airlines. You told me when you picked up the phone, you were in a giving mood. You were chasing beef eater gin with a cream soda. And I was laughing all the way through. You told me that you weren't supposed to reimburse my ticket. Strict orders. Airlines were trying to keep their money. But you said, screw it and help me out because you're starting a new job in a different industry. And once again, you were very drunk. We talked for one hour about life. You live in Missouri and I in Maine. We're so far apart, but I felt so close to you. I knew you liked me too because every time you left to pee, you kept me on the line. (laughs) I even heard you go once and flush and talk to your cat. You are a sweet, sweet girl, and I hope... I hope the day turned out okay. This was 10 in the morning, and at that point, you still had until 5 p.m. to go. (laughs) I could hear you pee. I even heard you flush. Oh, no. So she got hammered on her last day. Aren't those phone calls recorded? They're going to listen back. Oh, I would love to be the person that got to listen back to that. Right. Well, because you know that started off with a rumor or a whisper. Like, guys, 
I heard such and such got loaded on the last day. We should probably go back and listen to those customer service calls. Hey, <laughs> United Airlines, how may I how may I help you? Mm? <laughs> Your ticket? Oh, I can help you with that. It's fine. They've got lots of money. Don't let them lie to you. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. I got you. Just a couple <laughs> clicks of a mouse, and then you're all set. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Where are you going? You going to St. Louis? No, you're not. You're going to Vegas. I'm changing your ticket. You're going to Vegas. Yeah, you sound right. like you should be in Vegas. That's right. <laughs> Screw it all. Forget it. I ain't going back here. It's fine. I'm going to work in a whole different industry. So, screw it. You want a ticket for something else, too? I'll get you that. No problem. I got the password. One last day. Let's go. <laughs> That's so good. Talking about going out in a blaze of glory, right? Just getting her loaded on the last shift. If you were here, I'd give you a swig of my gin, but you know what? No, it's for me. It's 10 a.m. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Mm-mm. It's 2020, okay? I'm going to do what I want. 10 a.m. is the new 5 o'clock on your it's last day. 5 o'clock somewhere, okay? 